Welcome to the 12th Street Daily, a podcast intended to encourage our faith family as we seek to become apprentices of Jesus. Welcome to our second installment of our series right now on the 12th Street Daily podcast, The Cloud of Witnesses. Um, Last week, I argued that as we talk about these things, um, we don't need to think about Christianity, especially as like this like European-centric thing that African thought had a lot of influence on us. Um, Today, we're going to be talking about one of my favorite uh, theologians, Augustine. Um, Augustine is a guy who um, was uh, from a town called Hippo. I always kind of laugh at that. Um, Augustine was not raised a Christian. Um, his mother was a Christian, but he was not. Um, he was, um, his father was a pagan who worshiped the old Punic gods. Um, but Augustine was not really interested in religion and in all reality. He was more interested in, uh, sex and pursuing, uh, human pleasures. Um, he constantly was the guy looking to party. Um, he just wanted to live life, pursue pleasure, and that was it. Um, at the age of 17, he went to school in Carthage, which was the jewel of North, North Africa. Um, he there, while at school, um, immersed himself in uh, secular thought and uh, got really into this uh, religion, uh, this kind of religious thought called the Manichaeans. Um, essentially, Manichaeans was a like this dualistic idea of Christianity um, that you know that there's like these two natures they're combating one another um, there's this world of light, world of darkness um, constantly at war with one another and now humanity is caught within this struggle, they are caught within all of the things um, of this life that is light versus dark, now Augustine's uh, mom found out about this um, he was studying these things a while at home when he came back from Carthage and uh, she kicked him out. She was like, hey, listen, um, you can't do this because Monica, his mother, man, she was a zealous Christian, zealous Christian. Um, she dreamed that her son would be a Christian and she prayed that her son would be a Christian. And guess what happened? Eventually, he became a Christian. Now, let's keep going. So Augustine uh, ends up moving to Rome um, as a professor while in Rome. Um, he was like, teaching on rhetoric, which is the idea of teaching. Um, while in Rome, he actually came to a church because there was a guy by the name of Ambrose, another early church father, who taught, who taught very well, and it kind of impressed this uh, professor of rhetoric. Now, Augustine was not won over to Christ immediately. He actually had a concubine that he loved and had a child with, uh, but he did not marry her because of the social and uh, political ramifications of the day. It would, it would have ruined him. But he took care of the kid, and he took care of, um, of his lover, um, but they did, never did marry. Now, one day, um, Augustine is struggling with just kind of this, all the things of his life. He's struggling with his passions, um, and nothing seemed to help. And then he hears a quote from a child's song, Take Up and Read. All right, Take Up and Read. A child is singing, and in the distance, Augustine he- hears Take Up and Read. And he looks at a table, and there lays Paul's epistles, Paul's letters to the church. He picks them up, 
And the first verse he reads is this, Romans 13, 13 through 14. Not in reveling and drunkenness, not in lust and wantonness, not in quarrels and rivalries. Rather, arm yourselves with the Lord Jesus Christ. Spend no more thought on nature and nature's appetites. He later wrote about this experience. No further would I read nor needed I, for instantly at the end of the sentence, by a light as if it were serenity infused into my heart, all the darkness of doubt vanished away. Wow. Like, I mean, like, I mean, I, I like to share about my conversion experience, but goodness, the way that he just wrote about that, like how incredible is our Lord and Savior and his sovereignty, just using his word to pierce to the heart. And Augustine was a believer. He became a believer. He told his mother, his mother was ecstatic. Um, and he becomes one of the greatest Christian thinkers. He uh, started out as a monk and then ended up becoming a bishop. Um, the Bishop of Hippo, and then he became a champion, a champion of orthodoxy. Um, he constantly battled different heresies at different times throughout his life, uh, the main one being Pelagianism. Um, Pelagianism is a heresy that teaches that man isn't bad, man is good. Um, Adam's sin didn't corrupt humanity. Um, you know what? You have the freedom to make that choice. Um Adam's example is just a bad example. We should follow the new Adam and his good example, Jesus. And you have you can save yourself through the example of Jesus Christ. Um, this is completely contrary to the doctrine of total depravity, which Augustine really was a forerunner of really fleshing out this doctrine. And he also um, combated uh, different, uh, different um, secular thoughts, especially this, the collapse of Rome. Listen, in the midst of his ministry... Rome collapsed. Rome collapsed. It would be like in the midst of our ministry, the United States of America collapsing. Except imagine like five times the age, like a thousand years. America's only been around for a very short time on the world history scale. Rome was the greatest empire to ever live. And as Augustine is overlooking the gates, barbarians are storming the gates. And he wrote this incredible book called The City of God. Now, that's not going to be the book I recommend by Augustine today. I'm going to recommend um, his book, um, Confessions. Um, there's there's some abridged versions out there. I would encourage you to pick up the abridged version. But if you're a good reader, I would encourage you to pick up the actual version. Um, but it's just a really long, tough read. But it's his um, testimony, um, essentially, in writing. City of God took me a year and a half to read. Um, it's his political treatise on how, like, the city of heaven... Um, and the city of man and how the city of God is coming to invade the city of man. It's a great book. I would encourage you to read it if you're a reader. If not, man, just Google the cliff notes. It's, I, mean, I promise you it's really hard to engage with. Anywho, how, what can we learn from Augustine? All right, um, Augustine actually died of old age um, and from sickness as the Vandals um, invaded North Africa. Um, he died of old age. So what can we learn? I just want to go back to that verse in Romans that he spoke of. In Romans 13, um, 13 to 14, not in reveling and drunkenness, not in lust and wantonness, not in quarrels and robberies. Rather, arm yourselves with the Lord Jesus Christ and spend no more thought on nature and nature's appetites. So many times the things of this world are very tempting. It's drawing us like the fruit of the tree in the Garden of Eden. It, it, it brings us this idea that these things are good. In all reality, the things that they are good, but we pervert them with our sinful nature and sinful thoughts and our own sinful lust. Augustine ran and ran and ran and ran and ran. He sought out all the pleasures of the world through sex, drinking, partying, 
hanging out with the circus. I didn't mention that, but he did hang out with the circus for a little bit. Roman circus is a lot different from like Barnum and Bailey. He wasn't like the greatest showman or anything, but anywho. Ultimately speaking, Augustine's life is a testimony to the sovereignty of God, especially in salvation. On that day, reading the word of God, his mind was changed, his nature was changed, and he he became one of the greatest Christian thinkers and one of the greatest champions of orthodoxy for thousands, for a thousand years, not thousands of years, a thousand years. His life was so influential that the city of God, his book was the political treaties for all of humanity up until the Enlightenment. May we live to not live a life that is full of lust, that's full of wantonness and quarrelsome ideas and drunkenness and rivalries. Let us arm ourselves with Lord Jesus Christ as Augustine did. And let us spend our times thinking about the things of Jesus and engaging with him, the sovereign savior of our souls.